Hey there, this is Pastor Terry. Welcome back to Grace for a Journey. So glad that you're with us. If you're new, welcome on in. We are now in 1 Kings 16. And, and remember, Kings, the first thing like a Kings, is really a book about sliding. People start out walking with the Lord, or at least the story of Kings starts out with Solomon being blessed by God. He's, he succeeds David in the kingdom, and God dumps blessing after blessing after blessing out in his life. Amazing stuff. And yet he slides away. He slides so far away that his kingdom that he ruled over that David established is torn apart and is torn into two different kingdoms. And we watch how some kings rise and they do the right thing. Very few. Most of them rise and they do the wrong thing and they fall and they fall apart. And so kings is really a tragedy. It's like with God doing so much in your midst and so much in your history, why would you ever slide away from the Lord? I mean, why wouldn't you want to walk with a God who blesses you with riches and peace and prosperity and notoriety? Why would, <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't you want to walk? Why wouldn't you want to be on that team? Right. But we've seen time and time again, the heart of man is desperately wicked. It goes astray almost always without the constraint of the Holy Spirit. So Bash is the guy we've been talking about. And so in verse 16 or chapter 16, we see the end of, of Bash's life. Well, he's, he, he died. We got story in 15, but this sort of gives you a little background story of what went on during the last days of this king's life. So let's look at it. Now, the word of the Lord came to Jehu, the son of Hanani, against Basha, saying, okay, Jehu is a prophet, so the word of God comes as prophet, and God is saying, this is what I want you to say. He says, since I, he's talking to Basha, the king, says, since I exalted you out of the dust and made you leader over my people, and you have walked in the way of Jeroboam and have, listen, have made my people Israel to sin, provoking me to anger for their sins, behold, I will utterly sweep away Basha and his house. So here's what he says, because Basha, you have sinned. And not only that, you've caused my people to sin. Now, leader, here's a word for you. Here's a clear word for you, particularly spiritual leader. If you're a pastor, if you lead a Bible study, a Sunday school, some sort of fellowship group, home group, cell group, whatever it might be. Here's a word for you. If you lead in such a way that causes your leadership has a direct impact on other people sinning, woe to you because the word of God is against you. Now, here's, now let me go to the other side. You can lead perfectly. Man, you can have your doctrine right. You can have your life in order. You can be humble and repentant when you fall because everybody's going to fall. You can be repentant when you fall. You can be honest and loving and engaged and people still go out and do the wrong thing. It's not what we're talking about. That is not your responsibility. But here's the deal. If you're living in such a way teach it in such a way. If you're disconnected from the people God's called you to lead, if you don't understand what's going on and your behavior patterns is such that it causes people to sin, know that this enrages the heart of God and his anger will be stirred against you without a doubt. And so the Bible goes on and says, look, you have, you have caused my people Israel to sin and you have walked in the way of Jeroboam and have made my people Israel sin. What was that? He built, again, he built false idols. He built golden calves and said, I'm giving you a separate worship system altogether that's centered on me. So go worship these idols. And there you go. So he replaced God with something inferior. By the way, everything compared to God is inferior, right? And so this is what he's doing. 
It says, Behold, I will utterly sweep away Basha and his house. That means I'm going to take care of everybody uh, if they're related to Basha in any way. And I will make your house like the house of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat. Well, what did he do to Jeroboam's house? He sort of wiped it out too. Anyone belonging to Basha who dies in the city, the dog shall eat. And anyone who dies in the field, the birds of the heaven shall eat. In other words, you are going to be so wiped out that you're not even going to have a decent burial. There's not going to be people around to show the proper respect. Now, in this day, proper burials indicated favor with God and favor with people. It wasn't just something you did. It had a spiritual significance to it. And God is saying, I'm taking that away because of your sin and how you've created and how you've lived to help other people sin. And, and, you know, my people sin. So it goes on. It says this. Now, the rest of the acts of Basha and what he did and his might, uh, uh, that are not written in this book are written in the book of Chronicles in the Kings of Israel. And Basha slept with his fathers, was buried in Terzah, and Elah, his son, took his place. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to the, came to the prophet Jehu, the son of Hanani, against Basha and his house, both because of all the evil that Basha, he did in the sight of the Lord, provoking him to anger with the work of his hands and being like the house of Jeroboam. And because of that, his house was greatly destroyed. This is horrible. How are you blessed to be a king appointed by God and then not lead your people toward God? But you know, there are Christian leaders right now not doing that. There are people who maybe at one point were really connected to the Lord, but they've fallen away in some way. And they need to remember from whence they have come. Now, when you remember that and the Holy Spirit brings that back to your mind, repentance occurs, right? And you can begin to walk filled and controlled by the Holy Spirit and the power of God. Walk with the Lord today and you'll experience unbelievable grace for every single step of your journey. Let me pray for you. Father, I pray we walk with you every single day. Help us not take the easy way, but the way of truth. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God's blessings on you. Love you. We'll see you back here next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.